Thursday, February 22, 2024. My name is Jaron Jackson. I do love America. For me, it all is always about the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. Believe and obey the gospel unto salvation, my friends. Don't go to hell. Believe the gospel. Have the blood of Jesus Christ wash away your sins. Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 3. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Now here, the the book of Proverbs is speaking about wisdom. On January 6, 2021, there was a massive false flag. I believe that elements of the federal government, to include the Federal Bureau of Investigation, who does not have a charter, by the way, it's a special commission, so it's not actually a legitimate federal agency, but... The FBI, and I believe other elements of the federal government, were involved in fomenting and creating an optical opportunity in conjunction with the media to then construe the events of that day as an insurrection. As a result of this, the D.C. Capitol Police, under the control of Nancy Piglosi, opened up the locked, sealed, magnetically reinforced, really strong doors and let hundreds of Americans inside. In addition to that, footage has been revealed and released from uh, police camera footage and other footage from other buildings to show that there were police forces throwing smoke, throwing um, flash grenades, throwing all sorts of stuff like that to get the people fomented and riled up. And so the book of Proverbs is speaking about a prudent man foreseeth the evil and hides himself. So you see what the evil's doing and then you hide yourself from that evil. So on this day, whenever they stole the election in 2020 and then Trump says, come on into DC and let's peacefully do things, Things got out of hand quick. And so I have been in prayer for my J6 brothers and sisters. I was not in Washington, D.C. of that day. Uh, I was um, is my, you know, around the time of my son's birthday. So we did not go to D.C. But there are many Americans who have been criminally prosecuted, are being criminally prosecuted, are in jail at the moment. And there's even Americans who have killed themselves via suicide. There are people who have murdered themselves because they were either awaiting criminal prosecution or the judgment had been determined and they didn't want to go to jail. Whatever the case is, the due process of law has not been followed and Lord willing, I will show that today in what I'm going to call the Jake Lang Affidavit. This will be for anybody to be able to sign on Jake's behalf and send in on Jake's behalf. There will be instructions moving forward. Before I point to that, I want to direct your attention to how you can help me and keep things going here for free because the stuff we're going to be doing today is the fundamental law and by God's grace, we'll get Jake and hundreds of other Americans out. And so if you want to take the money you're already spending on household goods 
and switch it over to American Manufacturing. Sign up at the link below, patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. Myself or someone with me will be in touch. And we'll invite you and explain to you, here's how it works. It's not a crazy situation. It's just a situation that isn't a bunch of godless commie corporatists that have their corporate boards able for purchase so that people who hate America and Jesus can buy themselves onto the board, change advertising, and sell you a bunch of products with hazardous industrial chemicals. If you don't like that, sign up at patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. Thank you very much. That's a big blessing to me, my family, the ministry herein. Let's get to this Jake Lang affidavit. I want to say, first of all, Jake Lang is a man from the state of New York. And on January 6th, he frequently posted about his involvement in the Capitol. Frequently posted about him going into the Capitol, him saying certain things. Uh, he was there. The dude was there. But then he's being prosecuted. And he, this man right here, has never seen a judge and has been in federal prison since late January of 2021. Over 1,000 days without so much as a hearing or a proceeding or seeing a judge. This man has had his father and a lot of other people spend hundreds of thousands of dollars not just for his defense, but God bless him, he has helped and assisted other people. Now this is where I come in. Because I hate the fact that the obviousness of the law being broken has not been expressed either by Jake, which I don't uh, you know, cast stones to him, because he doesn't know the law, just like most Americans don't know their rights, don't know how to assert their rights, and don't actually understand the law. But the attorneys, the class of attorneys who have not gotten the law to a judge to get remedy in this man's situation and hundreds of other people's situation. I hate that. I hate it because I believe that there are attorneys who do not know the law. I believe that there are attorneys that are well-intentioned, but because they haven't known the law and haven't learned the law, they won't tell people, we don't know how to get remedy. We don't know what works. We don't know the truth. So by God's grace, I want God to get all the glory, and we are going to point to what the fundamental law is in America. And Lord willing, if you'll have me, I want to direct your attention to what I'm going to call the Jake Lang Affidavit. In order to do that, I'm going to shrink my window down here, and we are now going to explain this affidavit. Now, this affidavit is for absolutely anybody that's in America. If you are an American and you want to come alongside Jake, you can print this out on legal piece of paper, eight and a half by 14. You can sign it in blue ink, and you can put it via certified mail to everyone on the distribution list. So total cost, you know, printing, signing, the time to fill out the certified mail, the trip to the UPS store, the post office, you're looking at probably a hundred bucks, maybe a hundred bucks, depending on where you live. A hundred bucks for the printing of the paper, for the blue pen, for the certifying of the mail, and I would encourage you to do it with several people at once. 
The reason why is because you want a lot of these puppies hitting these folks directly. Because in the law, when you swear an affidavit, hear me, J6ers, hear me, family members and friends of J6ers, you do not assert your rights in the law until you swear to it. If you do not swear to your rights, you are not using your rights. Period. Period. One of the ways we do that is by an affidavit. So this was going to be called the Affidavit of Maladministration of Criminal, Criminal Prosecution and Demand for Constitutionally Required Due Process of Law for Edward Jacob Lang. That is Jake Lang's, Jacob, Lang's, Jacob Lang's name. Notice the agent is notice the principal. Notice the principal is notice the agent. So whoever gets this, it's going to be as though everybody gets it, okay? Affiant, and then you're going to sign your name, or uh, I would like write out your name so it's legible. One of the people as seen in the 50 American states, all the states, any state, doesn't matter if you're in Hawaii, California, Wyoming, New York, Texas, New Mexico, Florida, doesn't matter, Oklahoma, Republican informed. Now, this is critical because you're going to be sending this to a trustee in government. Republican informed means that the administration of government is open to the people. So by coming in a Republican informed government, you are coming as a creator of government. You are coming as a little g, God, to the system. You are coming by right to a system you created telling them inside the system what to do. That's what's going on. Sui Juris, you're coming by right with no legal handicaps, do serve you. James E. Bosberg, uh, this guy is the dude, um, not that guy, let me turn this off real fast and find it. This guy is the guy, um, this guy. This guy is this guy. Let me jihad this real fast. This guy is the Chief Justice of the District of Columbia, United States District Court, District of Columbia. So James E. Jeb Bosberg became Chief Judge of the District Court on March 17, 2023. He was originally appointed to the District Court back in March 2011. Chief Judge Bosberg is a native Washingtonian having graduated, blah, 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 who cares? This dude right here is the Chief Justice of all cases in the District Court of Columbia. Now we go to the District Court of Columbia, United States Attorney's Office, District of Columbia, and you see Defendant Lang Edward Jacob, case number 121CR53, right? Location of arrest, New York. Woo, that's critical. He was arrested in New York. Charges, civil disorder, and all sorts of other stuff. Case, he was arrested on January 16. He was indicted January 29. Uh, his initial appearance was two, uh, February 9, and he's got some other stuff. So this dude has been uh, in prison for a very long time. Very long time. Now, I want to do this. Look up the complaint. Come on now. If we look up the complaint real fast. Yeah, so here's the criminal complaint of all the stuff that they're saying he did. Right? This is this is all this stuff. United States District Court, District of Columbia, saying that he did all this stuff. Assigned to Michael G. G. Michael, Judge G. Michael Harvey. We're going straight at what's-his-face, Bosberg, right? So he's saying of all this stuff, but that's not what we care about. So anyway, this is uh, Lang Edward Jacob. 
Now, let's get back to our affidavit. We're sending them this affidavit in this court of record. My teacher in the law is a man named Dave Jose. You can go follow him at Dave Cares for you, the number four you on Twitter. Uh, he's got webinars that explain this stuff in depth, but this is a court of record. You sending an affidavit, uh, the way that this is formatted with the stuff that this has, uh, certified mail, you are sending, you are, you are, um, you are using a court of record, we'll just put it that way, to make the following claims so that you do provide immediate due care, right? These people are your servants and so they owe you an obligation. Affiant claims that the people have assembled, understand the fundamental law, the historical usage of witness, and demand the law be declared in the matter regarding Edward Jacob Lang. So we're demanding the law be declared in Jacob's case, Jake's case, okay? Affiant claims that Edward Jacob Lang, and we're going to call him Jake, right? One of the people of New York. Now, this is interesting and critical because, look, this says, where was he arrested? New York, right? So he's arrested in New York, and he's one of the people of New York. Is being criminally prosecuted for alleged crimes committed on January 6, 2021. Isn't that what this says right here, right? Well, it's um, it's a he's a you know capital breach case. So see disorderly conduct in a capital building, physical violence in the capital grounds, blah blah blah. He's a J sixer, right? He's a he's a J sixer. So this is for that reason. Let me get back to this. All right, um, and his case number is this, and we just showed you that Webster's Dictionary, eighteen twenty eight. That is this thing right here, Webster's Dictionary right 1828 uh, defines witness as to see or know by personal presence and then he goes on to say i witnessed the ceremonies in new york with which the ratification of the constitution was celebrated in 1788 let's look up witness so that you can see it in the book and that way you're not just taking my word for it but this is a facsimile coffee copy so this is a, an exact replica of an 1828 uh, Webster's Dictionary. That's important because if you want the historical usage of the word witness, you need to go to a dictionary that was uh, written around that time for what witness means. And so here we have our handy dandy. Where's this? There's this. Okay, witness, where'd you go? Right here. No, 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 no. Okay, here. Uh, so it's a verb form to see or know by personal presence. I witnessed the ceremonies in New York with which the ratification of the Constitution was celebrated in uh, 1788. Now that's the verb form to witness, right? The noun form, right? The noun form. Where are you at noun? Where's the noun? Uh, oh, um, oh, here it is. Witness. Testimony, attestation of fact or event. I, if, I, if I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. Ooh, I might want to use that one. That which furnishes evidence or proof. Hold on. I actually like this better. I actually like this better. A person who knows or sees anything, one personally present as he was witness. Uh, so I like this. So we're going we're gonna to write this real fast. So let me clip this off. And we're actually going to write that because I like that better. So we're going to say uh, witness is, uh, so let me delete this. And I should have done this before, but you know, whatever. So this is one testimony, 
attestation of a fact or event if I bear witness of myself. I spell that right. If I bear witness of myself, where to go? My witness is not true. And that's John 5. Then we want to do 2. That which furnishes evidence or proof. Uh, Laban said, this heap is a witness between me and thee. Where am I at? Me and thee this day. Three, a person who knows or sees any, where'd it go, where'd it go, where'd it go? Anything. Uh, where'd it go, where'd it go, where'd it go? Uh, one personally present as he was witness. He was an eye witness. Where'd it go, where'd it go? Okay. So that's what we want. We want this. So, um, so we just did that. So defines witnesses, testimony, attestation of fact or event. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. That which furnishes evidence of proof. Laban said this heap is a witness between me and this day. A person who knows or sees anything, one personally present as he was witness, he was an eyewitness. Okay. So that's the historical usage. The historical usage of witness requires the witness be present to observe what the event he claims. Uh, hold on, that doesn't sound right. The historical usage of witness requires the witness be present to observe what he testifies to. What he, uh, what he testifies to as fact. Okay, I, I hope that what he testifies to is fact. So if you're going to testify to something as fact, you have to have seen it. If one, here we go, if one is not present to observe, he is not a witness. The affidavit in support of a criminal complaint against Jake, okay, now that is this thing right here. Uh, that's the complaint. This is his affidavit. This is the reason why Jake is in jail. Look at this, a sign date, 1-15-2021. So Jake is in jail because of this document right here. Jake has been in jail for over a thousand days because of this document right here. This is an affidavit in support of criminal complaint and arrest warrant. So this is what this piece of this document is why Jake is in jail. Now you notice it says I and then redacted name. So already you know that it's not public information who's signing this. So if the courts of justice are supposed to be open, how can you redact any information, especially the name of the dude who swore, which initiated the power of the government to gain jurisdiction over Jake? So in the law, if no one swears that you've broke the law or harmed anybody or caused injury, the government is not, its power is not activated. The way that you activate government's power to go get somebody, go gain jurisdiction over them, is that you swear under oath to the truth, to facts. You say, that guy stole my car. I'm swearing under penalty of perjury. And you putting your own neck in the noose is sufficient power. It's giving power, confer power. It's giving power to the government to go do something. Now, in the law, in our government, you can give power to anybody in the government. So if you give power to a cop, 
he can go arrest somebody. If you give power to a judge, he can look at an issue and, de and declare the law in a case. If you give power to a legislator, he can take that and then he can start initiating investigations and doing all sorts of stuff. So when you swear to your rights, hear me, hear me, when you swear to your rights, you are using power. If you do not swear to your rights, you are not using power. So here you have who? Unredacted, so this is automatically not open. The court of justice is not open. A special agent with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Who writes his paycheck? This dude is receiving public funds and a guy receiving public funds, which is tax dollars, is now going to use the powers of government to go against the people who pay the taxes? How does that work? Doesn't that seem like a conflict of interest? We'll get to that. But understand, he is he's what? Being duly sworn, deposes and states under penalty of perjury that the following is true to the best of my information, knowledge, and belief. Watch this. Watch this. Now we say the purpose. So remember that. Belief. The perp this affidavit is submitted in support of a criminal complaint charging and then goes on with all the other stupid stuff. And it says, um, because specifically Lang traveled and knowingly, willfully joined a crowd of individuals who forcibly entered the Capitol and impeded, disrupted, and dis uh, disturbed the orderly conduct of business by the United States House of Representatives and the United States Senate. Right? So this is in support of a criminal complaint. Criminal complaint. Uh, so let me jihad that a little bit bigger. Okay, now what I want to do is I want to scroll down to the very end because they, you know, the dude goes and he gets pictures off uh, internet articles. He says this is him and and this is all this stuff. And look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Says uh, for the reason. So conclusion. For the reasons set forth above, I, the guy whose name has been redacted, submit there is probable cause to believe. Do you, do you catch that? Probable cause to believe. He's not, this, this guy right here is not swearing to facts. He's swearing to belief. I swear that I believe you raped that guy. That is different than I, well, you know, hopefully you're not raping a dude. I swear that I believe you raped that woman. That is substantively different than I swear you raped that woman. You notice that difference? That difference right there is literally why hundreds of Americans are in federal pr uh, prisons. Maybe thousands. That little difference right there, that little subtle shift, that right there is why people are in jail. I'm this like the last 30 seconds is literally worth thousands of people's freedom. That that's how big what I'm saying. So slow down. Before jurisdiction, jurisdiction is a compound word. Juris meaning right or law, diction meaning words. So the right words, the law words, before jurisdiction is gained over you, someone has to swear under penalty of perjury that you harmed them, that you committed a crime, or that you injured somebody. Period. Period. Because your privacy cannot be breached 
by the public, which is the government. The government, which is in the public, cannot come to the private to breach your privacy unless there's power that permits them to. The way that the government gets power to go from the public to the private is that someone's got to put their neck in the noose and be willing to go to jail for it. So this man, whose identity is you know, masked, is willing to go to jail for what? That he believes, not facts. He's not swearing to facts. He's swearing to belief. This is substantively different. Zero attorneys actually argue this because they don't know the law. And if they actually argued it, they would kill cases. Why? Because you can't swear to belief. You have to swear to facts. The constitutionally required due process of law requires witnesses. Someone has to see and observe what you did. If they do not see what you did, how can they swear that you did it? They're using hearsay. They're lying. Or they're using a definition of witness that isn't historical, which is the case. So Jake Lang is in jail today because of probable cause to believe. Those four words are why Jake Lang has been in jail for over a thousand days. Okay, now let's go back to the affidavit. Here we go. Uh, so we just typed in the other stuff. The historical usage of witness requires the witness to be present to observe uh, what... This, this, hold on. The historical usage of witness requires the witness to be, to be present. The, the, the witness to be present to observe what he testifies as fact. To as fact. Okay, that's just a weird, really, I can't speak. It's a weirdly worded sentence, but it stands and I like it. If one is not present to observe, he is not a witness. Now that's just, that right there is just damning because what we're basically saying, you know, what we're saying is that this dude right here, this unredacted FBI agent, we're saying that this unredacted FBI agent was not there. And you know this because look, he goes down and he says, I'm a, here's my background. I'm doing all this other kind of stuff, blah, 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 blah. The facts in this affidavit come from my review of the evidence. Look at that. Look at that. Look at what he's saying. The facts in this affidavit are coming from my review of the evidence. So he's looking at stuff that's been presented to him. Look at this. My personal observations, right? My training and experience and information obtained from other agents and witnesses. So this dude is swearing and he's telling you the stuff that he's swearing to is a hodgepodge of stuff that he wasn't there to see. Look at this. Very next sentence. Except as explicitly set forth below, which he never distinguishes, I, the affiant, the dude who swore under penalty of perjury to go gain jurisdiction over Jake, I have not distinguished in this affidavit between facts of which I have personal knowledge and facts of which I have hearsay knowledge. That right there is his silver bullet of how he's able to go attack Jake Lang without him having actually been there. And because no dumb attorney knows the law, they don't attack that. 
They don't attack that sentence right there. That right there, actually, you know what? I'm going to put that in the affidavit. That right there is damning. It's damning because it literally is saying there are stuff in this affidavit that I wasn't a witness to. And because he doesn't specify, I didn't see this, I did see this because he doesn't do that, the entire thing is presumed to him being a witness. This is how they attack people. Because everything in the law is presumed to be done lawfully until it's rebutted with evidence. And because Jake and 99.9999% of Americans don't know the law, don't know their rights, don't study the fundamental law, and don't know how to assert their rights in an affidavit, they go hire an attorney like Jake has. His father has spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. He's been on all sorts of conservative podcasts where he's talked about the injustices. And what have they done? Not a damn one of them have actually looked at the law. What they've done is they said, man, this is really bad. We need to give this guy's money. We need to give money to this guy's attorneys because they can fight for his freedom. This is folly. This is stupid. This is unrighteous. It is unjust. It is not the law. And it's why Jake and many others like him are in jail right now. This sentence is damning. This sentence destroys the entire thing. But when people do not know and they have no foundation of knowledge of the law and they pay people called attorneys who they don't know this stuff, the attorneys never attack the jurisdiction. They never attack the credibility of the witness from a historical perspective because they say that that's why this moron that's why this dude goes, I've been a special agent since 2016. I've done all this stuff. I've done all the things in the world. What's this guy doing? This guy, by saying these paragraphs, he's saying, look at me. Look how good I am. I'm a credible witness. I don't lie. I serve America. I know the law. Blah, 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 blah. This is the game they play. He's not a credible witness because he ain't a freaking witness. He might be an expert, but he ain't a witness. This matters. This matters. This, ugh, I get so pissed on this. I'm gonna write this in there. Hold on. Let's 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 uh, let me figure out what this is. Let me do this. Let me do this up right here. How do I want to do? Hold on. I gotta move this to this side. Uh, how am I gonna do this? So we need to do. You know what I'll do? I'll do this. I'll just copy. Boom. And I'll go boom, boom. All right, where do I want to put this in here? Um, ba -ba 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 -bum. All right, uh, the historical, okay, let, let's, let's get back disciplined. The historical usage of witness requires the witness to be present to observe what he testifies to as fact. Uh, yeah, the affidavit in support of criminal complaint against Jake made by an agent compensated. Okay, so let, let's, let's get back. The affidavit in support of criminal complaint, which I just was, was showing you against Jake made by an agent compensated with public funds right there. That is a very uh, discreet way of telling the judge that the agent who's attacking Jake is on the same team as the judge overlooking this case. They're collaborators because both of them are receiving public funds. And because both of them are receiving public funds, they're, they're teaming up against you, which means you're not in a judicial, you're not in a court of record. So the court of record has to be moving by the common law and you can't have the distribution of powers merge. 
So you can't have uh, an unredacted FBI agent who is a member of a special commission under the executive branch. You can't have him attack people and then bring that as evidence to a legislative tribunal, one that's uh, determined by statutory provision. You, you can't have these guys commingle because if they commingle, they're no longer distributed. And if they're not distributed, then you, then you don't have the constitution, right? So if this guy's an agent made by an agent of the government who is compensated with public funds to investigate crimes. So this dude's job, this guy gets paid to investigate crimes, which speaks to his motive. So he can say, I've been an FBI agent all my life, but dude, you get paid to investigate crimes. You get paid tax dollars to investigate crimes. What if you continually turned up the fact that there were no crimes? You wouldn't need a job which we wouldn't give you money and you'd be out of a job. So it's to your personal benefit for you to say that, yeah, this dude committed a crime, which is why he'll swear all day long that he does what? He'll swear all day long that he believes. Yeah, of course I believe that dude committed a crime. Why? Because mommy got to eat. Daddy got to pay for the roof. Dad's got braces on his three kids he's got to pay for. Of course I believe that there was a crime. Freaking gangster, shuckster, heister, freaking pirate. Made by an agent of the government who's compensated with public funds to investigate crimes. Reads, I submit there is probably, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. V, there we go. Except as explicitly set forth below, I have not distinguished in this affidavit between facts of which, hold on, I don't, I don't like the mixed, uh, I don't like the mix. I always got to do Times New Romans. Always with the Times New Roman. There we go. All right, here we go. Um, so where is it at? Uh, except as explicitly set forth, I have not distinguished in this affidavit between facts I have personal knowledge and facts which I have hearsay knowledge. That right there, I mean, that's just damning. That's just damning. Especially whenever we point out that the definition of uh, witness is what? Uh, a person who knows or sees a thing, one personally present. Like him saying that he hasn't distinguished between personal knowledge and him saying and, and the definition saying one who's personally present, that's damning. That's just that's just freaking damning. The affiant, uh, an agent of the government who is not present on January 6, 2021, because he's not, he tells you in the uh, in the charging affidavit, he tells you in this, um, that he uh, hold on, it's just too big for me to read. I have to do this. Um, he tells you that he's not there, right? So, so he tells you, so he tells you here that this was collection review of the evidence. So his review of the evidence that's automatically acknowledging like the videos and the pictures and stuff, which means that it's not him. It's not him going from my memory, from my observation, from my personal observations, but yet he never explicitly says what his personal observations are. He personally observes to his belief of things. He does not personally observe to the facts of things. Hold on. You guys got to see this. This is the balance because this right here, you guys can read on the screen, but it's too big for me to like see, you know, well. Um, all right. So then he comes down and he talks about this stuff. Uh, he, he, basically, all of these affidavits tell like the story of J6 and then, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, look at this. Beginning on or about January 7, 2021, the investigative agencies begin receiving tips from public and related civil unrest breaches, blah, blah, blah. Multiple identified Lang is being involved. So see that right there, that sentence right there, that, that proves he did not identify Lang. Other people identified Lang. Does that make sense? So in the law, you would have whoever identified Lang swear Lang did that. Lang disrupted that proceeding. But that's not what happened. What happened was lawyers got together with these federal agents and they crafted these formulaic affidavits, not based on personal knowledge, but based on like these prosecutions are like the McDonald's drive through. It's designed for a system of throughput because they're going to do mass prosecutions. They're not actually treating people as image bearers of God with individual rights in particular cases. They're treating people as subject matter under statutory provision where they can just rubber stamp as though it's like a conveyor belt. Just boom, 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 which is why they did it like this. But that sentence right there literally tells you that he was not there. That other people started saying, yeah, Jake was there and he was doing stuff. Now recognize, the people that identified Lang are not in this affidavit identifying Lang did the crimes that he's being charged with. What happened was that the people who identified Lang did so because the investigative agencies asked them, who is this guy? And they were like, I know, that's Jake Lang. They're like, okay, so this guy identifies Jake Lang, and we, as the federal agency, we say, or it's not an agency, it's a special commission. We, as the special commission called the FBI, we say that he committed this crime. So they've triangul they've they've created a witness out of triangulating circumstantial evidence, which is a freaking hoax. You can't do that because you have constitutional rights. Now let's get to the law. All right. The affiant, an agent, uh, so the affiant is one who swears the affidavit. Uh, an agent of the government who is not present on January 6th does not swear to facts but belief, which means no facts are established according to the settled maxims of law. Instead, an agent of government being paid with public funds extended jurisdiction over Jake using a contemporary, contemporary, I can't speak, contemporaneous, definition of witness. See, I get so pissed that such wicked wretchedness is being worked over people for simple things. It's so simple. And literally no one slows down to just learn and calm down. So I get, I get mad. <sighs> they extend jurisdiction over Jake using a contemporaneous definition of witness which is maladministration, which just means wrong administration of a criminal prosecution, right? Uh, swore to believe, okay. Okay, so the guy, so the agent, he uses a contemporary definition of witness, which is maladministration of prosecution. He swore to belief instead of facts, and now the government unlawfully attacks. I, I don't like how this is worded, because I wrote it right before. This this is the process. We're watching, we're watching the sausage being made. So hold on, hold on, folks. Um, you got to make it tight, 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 tight. Edward Jacob Lang, one of the people in New York being criminally prosecuted. Okay. Webster's dictionary defines. Okay. We'll just do this. We'll just tighten that up. Okay. The historical uses of witness requires, um, 
uh, Webster's Dictionary defines, hold on, we'll say, the historical usage of witness as uh, may be defined, no, we'll say as defined, we'll say this as defined in Webster's 1828, Dic Webster's Dictionary 1828 defines witnesses, blah, 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 okay? Now, because this is how I do the process, um, we don't need this, the affidavit, the affidavit in support of criminal complaints. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll do the PDF and I'll put it on Twitter. So for those of you guys who are like reading or writing or going along with me, just chill. The affidavit in support of criminal complaint um, against Jake um, was made by an agent of the government who is compensated with public funds to investigate crimes. Um, uh, reads, actually, uh, um, uses artful disguise uses uses an artful um, um, uses um, uses an artful uses an artful um, I see I'm live and I shouldn't be doing this live this is what you normally do behind the scenes um, uses an artful artfully employs artfully artfully employs a contemporaneous definition of witness when the affidavit reads where is it okay all right so so the artful so the art artfully employs with no e so artfully employs he. So this is this is my way of saying he is linguistically stretching precision. So instead of the precision, the precise idea of a witness being present to observe, he's artfully doing it by by using the same word but like stretching it and contorting it to mean something different, which is what he's doing. Um, all right. So now after I want to say this, I want to say. Um, Jake is guaranteed the constitutionally mandated or constitutionally required due process of law in which he has the right to controvert uh, the right to face right to face his accusers. Jake is guaranteed the constitutionally uh, I'll just say Jake's, Jake's um, constitutionally required due process of law. Jake's constitutionally, Jake's constitutionally required due process of law um, guarantees him the right to face his accuser. But in case one to one CR five three there is no uh, 
Oh, no, no, we don't want to say accuser. Face uh, the witness against him. Um, uh, in case there is no witness, there is no witness for him to controvert, which means the proceeding, which means all proceedings fail to follow fundamental form, follow the prescribed uh, fundamental form. In the constitutions, uh, we'll say in the we'll say in the New York because he's from New York Constitution and the U.S. Constitution. All right, uh, that's that's much more. Um, uh, Jake's constitutionally required due process of law guarantees him the right to face the witness against him. It's actually witnesses against him, but in case there is no witness for him to controvert. There is no witness for him to face. There is no witness, which means all proceedings fail to follow the prescribed fundamental form of law in the New York Constitution, secured in the New York Constitution and the US Constitution. Um, additionally, uh, or so this, this is maladministration of criminal prosecution and is fatal to all proceedings which by law are void which by law are void for not following um, the prescribed form of law okay so I like that better Boom. Okay. Which I don't know if that's shorter or not, but okay. So the affidavit in support of criminal complaint against Jake was made by an agent of the government who is compensated with public funds to investigate crimes. Um, hold on, hold on. Does, does the verbs match up? The affidavit in support of criminal complaint against Jake was made. We'll do this. Made by an agent of the government who is compensated with public funds to investigate crimes, artfully employs a contemporaneous, contemporaneous definition of witness um, uh, as evidenced, as shown um, in the text of the affidavit, which reads... Except as explicitly set forth, I have not distinguished in this affidavit between facts of which I have personal knowledge and facts of which I have hearsay knowledge. Jake's constitutionally required due process of law guarantees him the right to face the witnesses against him. But in case one, two, blah, 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 there is no witness, which means all proceedings, which means Jake, uh, which means Jake's, which means the case violates... Jake's rights. This is maladministration of criminal prosecution and is fatal to all um, 
and because it does not follow the prescribed fundamental form of law, uh, all proceedings are void. Um, all proceedings are void, and Jake um, must be released. All proceedings are void, and Jake must be released. New York Constitution, Article 1, Section 6, and you can look this up, Ballotpedia State Constitutions. This is a, a smaller section of it because Article 1, Section 6 of New York Constitution is really long. I don't want to put the whole thing. I only put the relevant thing, which is why I put the ellipse in the front. In any, It reads, in part, in any trial in any court. Now think about this. In any trial in any court, Whatever the party accused shall be allowed to appear and defend in person with counsel as in civil actions and shall be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation and be confronted with the witnesses against him or her. Hold on, that says civil. I want to say criminal. Where's criminal? Criminal. So this is text six. No, that's uh, I need New York. I need New York. I need New York Constitution. Bill of Rights. I need it to say criminal. Hold on, I'm gonna keep it small so I can read and then I'll blow it up for you guys. Trial by jury, how waived. Civil cases prescribed by law, jury trial. Okay, here we go. A jury trial may be waived by the defendant except for those crime charged, defendant in person, open court, judge, court, jurisdiction, try defense. Okay, that's not what I want, I want witnesses. Um, freedom worship, habeas corpus. Bail, fines, punishments, detention of witnesses. Nope. Okay. Grand jury protections are in the medium array, right? Okay. No person shall be held to answer thing. So I like this. Alright, so I like 14. But I want criminal prosecutions. Who cares about a violent rights? See, the these older constitutions are good for explaining kind of like what government is. Trial by jury in all cases in which is heretofore guaranteed by constitutional shall remain inviolate forever, but a trial by jury may be raved and civil. Uh, yeah, okay, so, so it's actually in this one, but this is where the trial by jury, it includes witnesses. So th this is one of those things where the, the text of the Constitution 
does not say witness, but a trial by jury implies witnesses. So this is where you can see in the common law, whenever you see um, the, the definition of due process of law, it will tell you by all the, the maxims settled for that particular case. So if you're going to be tried in criminal prosecutions, there needs to be witnesses because that's how you um, gain jurisdiction over someone. So what we want to say, which one do I want to say? And I'm, I'm sorry, I, I tried to finish this before we went. You're, you're seeing the behind the scenes. So, you know, just chill. Which is why I've, I haven't done this because I wanted to make it precise because I wanted a lot of people to do it because his dumb attorneys aren't doing it. In any trial, in any court, whatever, the party accused. So it says any trial in any court and with counsel as in civil actions and shall be informed of the nature of the cause and confront. Okay. So in any trial, in any court, whatever, the party accused. So that does include criminal prosecutions. It's any trial in any court shall be allowed to appear, uh, to appear and defend in person and with counsel as in civil actions. So it's making the distinction. Yes, it does include both and shall uh, be informed of the nature of the cause accusation be confronted by the witnesses against him or her. Yeah, that's fine. I can keep it. I can keep what I want. Just had to be, just had to be clear. So we can keep this because it says, you know, there, but you, you should be confronted with the witnesses against him or her. Sixth Amendment, which is more clear in this case. In all criminal prosecutions, the criminal, the accused, shall enjoy the right to a speedy public trial by an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime shall have been committed, which district shall have been previously ascertained by law, and to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation, to be confronted with the witnesses against them. That's what we want right there. Boom. Um, okay, so that's what we want. Okay, now we get to the maxims. Maxim of law. A witness is, is a person who is present at and observes a transaction. So that's a maxim of law, and they're not going to be able to argue it. It literally tells you what a witness is. So maxim of law, nothing can be treated as, as evidence which is not introduced as such. So the this, this is speaking to the fact that the dumb um, dude's affidavit in support, he's actually... Um, He's submitting it as his belief. I submit there is probable cause to believe, right? So he's submitting uh, beliefs. He's not submitting facts. So you can't treat as evidence beliefs. You have to treat it as fact. And then it says, in criminal cases, the proofs should be clearer than the light. Now, in this case, look at this. When, when he's doing his charging affidavit, He's basically saying he found a bunch of pictures and video on the internet. Here's Jake Lang in front of the Capitol. Yeah, look, that's his Instagram. See, that's evidence. 17, and a lot of these guys wrote stupid stuff. 1776 is commenced, right? Which is, which is why I'm not a rise up guy, okay? Amongst others. Here's him uh, doing stuff, you know. So basically, they, you know, they have these pictures with the following caption, I watched a woman die yesterday in front of my eyes. I saved two others from being trampled by suffocated Capitol Police. They murdered her and blah, blah, blah. They did all this stuff, right? So he's putting this stuff out on the internet. And then the FBI agent basically Googles the guy, looks at his social media account and says, see, this is evidence. But see, none of this is actually evidence that he did what he did. This is just... Uh, circumstantial evidence that doesn't actually show. So when the maxim says that all evidence in criminal cases, the proofs should be clearer than the light, this right here, this right here is not proof. This right here is not proof. This right here is not proof. 
this right here is just these are just pictures of a dude. That's just pictures of a dude. This is just pictures of a dude, right? This is just pictures of a dude. This right here, he's wearing a mask. There's nothing that's not proof. Now you could say, you know, Jaron, you're crazy. That's he's absolutely storming the Capitol and do everything. No, it's just a dude wearing a, a, a mask that says, give me liberty or give me death. Now, here's here's the distinction. If this unredacted FBI agent wanted to say, I swear that these are facts, that's different. But he didn't do that. This unredacted FBI agent said it's explicitly neither hearsay nor personal observation. Because he said that, he's making the presumption that everything is a fact. So here, because attorneys are taught in law school the system and not the fundamental law, the attorneys don't have in their knowledge to attack the nature of a witness because they use uh, court rules and court criminal procedure, right? They're not actually using the law. They're using statutory provision. And statutory provision in federal courts are going to say, if you can take a picture and you can use this as evidence and you can validate that this dude, uh, this is that guy's social media account, we'll take it. That They'll take that junk, which is bad which is not the law. That's statutory stuff. That's not the common law. So this is the one where we really want to go, where the law prescribes a form, the non-observance of it is fatal to the proceeding and the whole becomes a nullity. They did not give this guy a witness. Therefore, the entire proceeding doesn't have a witness. So because Jake can't actually face the accuser against him, he can't, I should say, he can't face the witness against him. The whole proceeding deprives him of the right to face the witness against him. So if the whole proceeding requires him to face the witness against him and there is no witness against him, he can't face the witness against him, which means he's deprived his right to face the witness against him. Make sense? Nice. Then we say, Affiant claims that Affiant demands you show in any constitution the constitutional provision where people can be criminally prosecuted without a witness. Now notice the boss move we're making. We're saying in any constitution, the constitutional provision. Because the dumb attorneys will come and they'll say, well, the, the rules of evidence stipulate, or the federal court rules say, or this case law says, but none of that's constitutional provision. Zero of it is constitutional provision. And it's also presuming, and this is where it's important, it's presuming our definition of witness is the definition. So they got to come back with a historical definition of witness that's better than ours. We're using Noah Webster, who is a signer of the Constitution. Noah Webster, who signed the Constitution as a founding father, wrote a dictionary and said what words mean. So when you take his first version in 1828 and you say, here's what the word means, written a uh, dictionary written by a founding father who signed the Constitution, it's a pretty good argument about what the historical usage of a word means. So witness did not mean what this dumb, stupid, unredacted FBI agent's doing. Witness does not mean you get to go talk to people who are there, look on Facebook, take, dude, take down the dude's Instagram account. You can't say, well, in my 20 years of government experience, shut up. You ain't no witness. Get out of here, stupid punk. Right? You can't do that. That's, that's, that's taking the word witness and, in, and growing it to smuggle in definitions that can then be used to attack people. And that's exactly what's being done with Jake. They have taken the word and they've enlarged it 
to give it a greater semantic range so that they could then employ it to trap other people and attack them, which is exactly what they're doing. What I literally what I just said is worth like a million dollars and these people's freedom, by the way. So failure to show this constitutional provision means that all criminal prosecutions require witnesses. All right, here you go. Affiant claims that affiant demands you take final notice. That it is affiant's, whoa, it's affiant's demand, that it is affiant's demand and right to alter government for the public good against the danger of maladministration as secured in Virginia Constitution, Article 1, Section 3. So if we look up Virginia Constitution, Article 1, Section 3, I'll show you. Article 1, Bill of Rights says... And I did this the other day, so I'm not going to go. So Government Institute for Common Benefit, where is it at? Danger of maladministration. You've got the right to change government for the danger of maladministration, which is what we're doing. They are wrongly administering the criminal prosecution. Notice that we're not saying um, that they're breaking the law. I mean, I believe that they are, but we're not saying that. We're saying you're not following fundamental form. So in other words, we're not trying to get into the details of the case. We're just saying this case doesn't follow the form that's supposed to, which means it's void. If the case doesn't have a witness, the case is void, period. Because Jake is guaranteed to face the witness against him. So that you, uh, James Bosberg, the Chief Justice of the District of Columbia, do immediately review the affidavit in support of criminal uh, complaint in case one, two, blah, 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 for maladministration and fail failure to follow fundamental form that requires a witness in all criminal prosecutions. So we're literally telling him, go read the affidavit. Go read the affidavit that literally says this. And when he, excuse me, says this. And when he reads that sentence, it's going to crush him. Oh, crap. Hold on. Do I have an interview? Man. Yeah, I got to hurry up. I got an interview. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, guys. I got to make sure. Okay, I'll just finish. I'll just finish. I'll just finish. Jake's constitutionally required due process of law guarantees him the right to face the witnesses against him. But in case what a blah, 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 there is no witness, which means the case violates Jake's rights. This is maladministration of criminal prosecution. And because it does not follow the prescribed fundamental form of law. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why am I reading this again? We want to go down here. Um... So this case for maladministration for failure to follow fundamental form that requires a witness in all criminal prosecutions and that you do within three days receipt of this affidavit order Edward Jacob Lang to be brought before you to hear his voice tell you of the injustices he has suffered in this case. We want this dude to hear from Jake himself to be able to see the man for the man to say what's going on. We need him to see this. We're giving this man who is probably working unrighteousness the opportunity to work unrighteous to work righteousness by telling him bring Jake before you and let him talk to you now do it now and that you do within 14 days receipt of this affidavit declare in writing and publicly the law in case blah 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 in that the text of the constitution requires that a witness um, that that all constitutions require all criminal prosecutions uh, have a witness. 
that all criminal prosecutions have a witness according to the historical analysis method um, and usage of witness have personal knowledge of facts and do not and not secondhand or hearsay knowledge so that the people are guaranteed the constitutionally required due process of law in all criminal prosecutions if you believe now here we go if you believe affiant is wrong in the law or the constitution's grant criminal prosecutions grant criminal prosecutions uh uh may be done without with without witnesses then you may submit then you may submit in writing affidavit sworn under penalty of perjury postmarked within 14 days receipt of this affidavit the evidence or constitutional provision that shows the criminal prosecutions do not require witnesses or by tacit acquiescence you agree to all claims herein and this affidavit shall uh yeah shall stand against you as evidence and truth in fact and law in all courts of record and then no more no court may rehear this matter and that you do with full knowledge malice intent and prejudice justice by allowing the criminal prosecution which he's not allowed to prejudice justice by the way a judge that prejudices justice is a judge that is partial which means a judge can't be part of that case which means the case brought before a partial judge has to be dismissed because of the judge's partiality so this is speaking right at the fact that if he is prejudicing justice it means jake has no remedy if jake has no remedy in the law then that means the government is dissolved so this is like a nuke inserted inside the words so this is where when people who don't know the law well where's your teeth you're prejudicing justice if you don't do stuff and a judge sworn to the constitution who now has evidence of prejudicing justice that's treason that's treason that dude goes to jail forever or he gets stretched by allowing the criminal prosecution of Edward Jacob Lang without witnesses against the text of the constitutions and against your oath as a trustee. All responses not submitted under penalty of perjury, non-responses and shall stand as consent to all claims herein. So basically, if you don't answer, you answer. If you answer and you're not sworn to your answer, you didn't answer, but you agree to everything we say. Please take notice that valid responses may be mailed to. This is where you're going to write in your address so that they can respond back to you. Please take notice that affiant was uh, this affidavit was sent to you in the love of Jesus Christ so that you work righteousness in the law before people learn they control the grand juries. That is us telling him we're coming. Then this is your verification. I'm going to put this on my Twitter. You can follow me at Jaron Jackson, J-A-R-R-I-N Jackson. The link is in, no, it's not in the description below. Just type my name on Twitter and it's going to be there. Um, and the distribution, we want to give it to James E. Bosberg. Send it to him. Eight and a half by 14, certified mail, blue ink to him. Same thing, certified blue ink originals. Make one for yourself and send one for each one of these specific people. Sonia Sotomayor is the justice of the Supreme Court who has oversight of the second uh, circuit Court of Appeals and the Second Circuit Court of Appeals is over the state of New York. Jake, as a New Yorker, is in the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, which means that Sonia Sotomayor may, in any case regarding anybody in her area, may pull that up to her at any time. We're then going to send it to Neil Gorsuch because he's a boss. We're going to send it to Clarence Thomas because he's a boss and John Roberts because he's the Chief Justice of the Court. And then we're going to send it to Jim Jordan, who is the Chairman of the House Judiciary. By sending it to these people, they're is sufficient evidence that James Bosberg has the opportunity to work righteousness. And so this is where you need to pray. You need to stand on the law and have the courage to work righteousness. Uh, um, Jake has been uh, attacked 
and he's been in jail a very long time. He loves the Lord. He preaches the gospel, and he gets moved around all the time unlawfully. It's evil. Lord willing, this is something that can help him, uh, and, and then we can move on and help other people. Folks, the most important thing that I do is preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. You and I are sinners. Jesus paid our fine. He lived a perfect life. He, put, he took the cross voluntarily. When he was on that cross, he was receiving God's wrath for our sin. His blood washes away our sin. When he died, he was physically buried. He was physically raised from the grave. When he came out of the grave, he gave the order to his disciples, go into all the world, teach the nations to obey, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach all nations to obey all my commands. Right? So whenever you hear the gospel, as you just did, that the gospel of Jesus Christ saves you from your sin, and when you believe the gospel, you obey the gospel. So when you hear the gospel and you believe it, the call is to repentance and to be baptized in Jesus' name. The reason why that is important is that is how you get in Christ. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 37, the Jews, when pricked in their heart and they believed what Peter said, so they believed... They heard and they believed, and the, the hearing Jews who believe the gospel ask Peter, what do we have to do? And he says, repent of your sin, repent and be baptized for the remission of your sin in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, so that you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. In uh, Galatians chapter 3, 26 into verse 27, 1 Peter 3, chapter, uh, or verse 21, uh, whenever you are baptized, it's not you doing the work, someone else is doing it on you and that is an operation of the Lord and if you really want to get nitty-gritty uh, nitty on it uh, Jesus calls faith a work of God in John chapter 6 and verse 30 or 29 he says this is the work of God that you uh, have faith in in all that he wants you to do so God does the work of faith God grants the gift of repentance God does the work of baptism Colossians verse chapter 2 and verse 12 so you need to believe and obey the gospel appreciate your time Lord willing we'll be back tomorrow the best way that you can help me is the links below specifically taking your shopping from where you're currently doing it switching it over to American manufacturing Sign up at patriotswitch.com slash Jaren and we'll get you hooked up. Someone like me, uh, me or someone else will call you. We'll explain. Here's, here's what it is. It's direct product purchase. Uh, American manufactured goods sent right to your door. They're better products because they don't include hazardous chemicals. I've actually saved money and my budget has been improved as a result of it. And your money doesn't go to feed the beast and the global corporate godless commies that shove transgender stuff down people's throats. Anyway, I'll be back tomorrow, Lord willing. Until then, I am Jaron Jackson. Pray about this. Get together with the group and be deliberate in sending it. Um, Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. I'm Jaron Jackson. I do love America. Don't quit. Go to war.